Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and you're listening to Grace to Your World, a teaching ministry focused on providing an understanding of God's grace, which will empower you to change your world and live the overcoming life. Now, to find out more about our ministry and to access other free resources, simply head to alexrubinministries.org. And with that being said, let's get into today's teaching. And so blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. In other words, again, that word impute means to charge it to your account. In other words, man, this is radical. This is radical, guys. You see, God, you remember Jesus, through his finished works, purchased your legal right to be righteous. Now, you operating in your righteousness and receiving it, you receiving your righteousness has nothing to do with your works. And so what this is saying is that blessed is the man, empowered to prosper is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. In other words, that he is not charging sin to your account. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? In other words, when you sin, God is not charging that sin to your account. That's radical, guys. In other words, God sees you as righteous as a result of of being in Christ. The radical truth is, guys, the radical truth is that God does not withdraw his favor and blessing when there is sin in our lives. That's what we just read. Praise God. Amen. He, he, he said, blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. He's, he's not imputing sin to the man who's blessed. Well, who is blessed in this new covenant? We, we saw blessed is everybody who's in Christ. Amen. <laughs> And, 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 so, and so God does not withdraw his favor and his blessing when there's sin in our lives. In fact, to be blessed, catch this, guys, to be blessed means that God is not charging sin to our account. That is what this verse is saying. This is another definition of the blessing. This is what it means to be blessed. He says, blessed is the man, here he's defining the blessing, to whom the Lord will not impute sin. You being blessed means God is not charging any sin to your account. You see, the moment that God were to charge sin to our account, in that very moment, we were, we would no longer be blessed. You see, the very moment that he decided to charge you uh, for the sin that's in your life, to hold you accountable for your sin, uh, at that very moment, you would be back under the curse. You see, to be cursed is to have a sin debt that we can never pay for, whereas to be blessed means glory to God, that all of our sins have been paid for past, present, and future. That's what the blessing is. The blessing means uh, that no matter how many times you miss it, glory to God, praise God, uh, no matter how many times you miss it, God treats you as if you had never sinned. Guys, I want you to understand that. I want you to understand that. Now somebody says, well, well, well hold on, Alex. What you're saying is, you're, you're literally telling people that that if they sin, God's not going to hold them accountable for that. Whoa, 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 what? <laughs> it sounds like you're telling people they can live in sin. Well, a couple of things, guys. A couple of things, amen. 
first of all, <laughs> the Bible says it's the goodness of God that leadeth people to repentance. Amen. <laughs> and so, in other words, you see, if, if, if you receive this, now, now, a couple of things here. In fact, you can turn to uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 21. Praise God. You see, a couple of things here. First of all, you want to understand that God, remember I said earlier, God is just. Amen. God can never be unjust. God can never do anything that is not perfectly just. And so how can God, who is just, not hold you accountable for your sin? Oh, friend. It's because he's already charged that sin to the body of Jesus. You see? You see, there's a law of, of, uh, of double jeopardy. In other words, you can't charge a person for the same crime twice. You see, if someone goes to court and they are uh, declared not guilty by that court, well, no matter what evidence shows up after that case has been dismissed, that person can no longer be charged for that crime because you, you, you cannot charge a person for the same crime twice. You see, the reason that God is not charging sin to your account is because he's already charged it to the body of Jesus Christ, you see. God has, has already dealt with your sin in the body of Jesus, and so, catch this, guys. Not only does God have a perfectly legal, just way now to deal with you in a way where your performance and, 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 and your issues and, 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 and the areas where you miss it are no longer getting in the way. No, man, you see, since God already dealt with your sins in the body of Jesus, it would actually be unjust if God were to hold you accountable for your sin, you see. Because that would be charging, that would be, that would be punishing you uh, for, for something that he's already punished Jesus for, you see. And so, and so I want you to understand that no matter what's going on in your life, God is not punishing you for your sins is what I want you to see. God is not breaking his fellowship with you because you've got some issues going on in your life, you see. And he's most certainly not going to uh, uh, change his mind about you and, and, and have you not be saved anymore because of some sin that was in your life. No. You see, Jesus, glory to God, already dealt with your sins 2,000 years ago. And it's because of the finished works of Jesus that God can now uh, treat you righteous. He sees you righteous. He treats you righteous. Praise God no matter what happens in your life. Now, when you receive this into your heart, friend, that's not going to want to make you sin more, you see. In fact, if, if you hear this and, and you think, man, that what I'm doing is I'm giving you permission to sin, well, friend, then that's very simple. Then, then you just got to go ahead and, and, and get born again. And you know what? At the end of this video, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do just that. Amen. Because if, if, if you're born again, you're not looking for an excuse to sin. You see, you have a desire. You have the new heart. You have a desire to live right, you see. Remember, grace is all about heart transformation, guys. And so, and so, you have got the desire to live right. Now, what's going to empower you to walk in this is you understanding God's not holding your sins against you. Now, the other thing I have to point out here is that while God doesn't punish us for our sins, sin has consequences. How many know Sleeping around with every person that you that you meet is going to have some some consequences sooner or later, negative consequences. <laughs> you see, 
you going to rob that grocery store and you get caught, well, that's going to have some negative consequences. <laughs> you uh, sleeping with another man's wife might have some negative consequences, especially if the guy has has a bit of a, a, a temper. Amen. Uh, yeah, it could get you could get you into some trouble. Amen. Um, and so sin has consequences. You see, if if you take a fork <laughs> and, and you stick the fork into that power outlet, you're gonna get you're gonna get electrocuted. You see, you're gonna get fried. But you see, it's not God punishing you for sticking a fork into a power outlet. No, that was just a consequence of you doing something stupid. You see? <laughs> well, it's the same thing with, with sin. You see, we ought to stop blaming God for stuff that God is not responsible for. You see, it's, 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 it's us removing ourselves from the blessing of God in one way or another that opens us up to see stuff that we don't want. And that applies, guys, even, even for, for nations. Sometimes people say, well, God is, is judging America. If God isn't, isn't judging America, he owes Sodom and Gomorrah an apology. You guys ever heard that before? No, you see, if God were to judge America, he would owe Jesus an apology. Because God's already dealt with the sins of mankind once and for all. We won't have time to look at this today, but I'm going to show you in the book of Hebrews at some point where Hebrews makes it very clear in chapter 10 that Jesus, by offering his body once, like that was the perfect sacrifice. That was the, the, the final sacrifice for sin. All of the sins are paid for. And so what we experience is, 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 is the consequence of sin when we, when we, when we don't you know, when we don't, when we remove ourselves from the blessing, you see, uh, God will never withdraw his fellowship from a person because of sin. But you see, if, if, if you live in sin, well, that's going to produce condemnation in your own heart. And so now the condemnation that comes out of your own heart may get in the way of your fellowshipping with God. But it's not because of God, you see, guys. It's because of stuff that we do. It's because of stuff that we do. And so, you want to understand how good God is. I remember when Abraham lied about Sarah being his wife when, when they ran into Abimelech, uh, Genesis chapter 20, and Abraham lied. He, he, he said, well, 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 tell this man Abimelech that you're my sister. You see, because he, he figured Sarah was kind of a nice-looking woman, and so he figured if, if, if Abimelech knew that she was his wife, well, he'd, he'd have Abraham killed and he'd take Sarah. <laughs> and so he said, just let's just lie. Well, uh, Sarah was his half-sister, and so technically he'd, he'd, he told half a lie. But guys, it was a lie nevertheless. And so in other words, he sinned. Rather than trusting God, he, he trusted in a lie. Well, what happened was, if, if you read that chapter... Abimelech uh, finds out about Sarah being Abraham's wife. He doesn't kill Abraham, and Abraham actually ends up walking out of that situation with an increase in, in prosperity. The Bible says with, with silver and gold, maidservants, maidservants, male servants. And so Abraham got blessed, even though he sinned. Now, I'm not saying that sin is okay. Please understand this. And it's not like God was rewarding him for, for having lied. No, not at all, guys. But you see, here's the thing. Glory to God. When God decides to call someone a righteous man, 
He is going to treat that person as a righteous man no matter what. You see, here's what God wants you to know. God has decided to call you righteous as a result of being in Christ. And no matter what you do, none of what you do, no stupid decision that you could ever make is going to change his mind. He's not going to submit himself to, to something that you do, you see. <laughs> no, you see, what Jesus did was enough to make you righteous. Now you are being invited to walk in that. And once you do that, man, transformation is going to happen in your life. You're going to see him working in you. Stuff you used to want to do, you no longer want to do. And you see yourself just walking to a greater degree as who he's called you to be, you see. Praise God. Praise God. Look at this here. Je uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says this. Speaking of Jesus, he says, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we, may be, we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Glory be to God. That's why God can treat you righteous. That's why God is not charging sin to your account because he's already charged that sin to the account of Jesus. He, he literally, the Bible says, made him sin with our sin, you see. This is the great exchange here on the cross where Jesus on the cross was made sin with our sin. He took all of our sin, all of our brokenness, all of our infirmities. He literally became sin, is what the Bible is saying, so that we, through receiving him, could be made the righteousness of God in him. You see, and so God is not charging sin to your account because he's charged Jesus for that already. It was kind of like, you know, if, if, if I said, hey, you know, go to this, um, go to Nordstrom's and, 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 uh, and, and just look around and, and, and just whatever you like, just, just get it, you know, just take whatever you like, uh, take it up to the register and then I give them my uh, credit card and I say to them, uh, don't charge them for these purchases, uh, charge it to my account. You see, and so whatever you're purchasing now is going to my account, and so you're not paying for it. Now, now, now there, there was still a payment that had to be made. Is it, it was not free. <laughs> it wasn't free, okay? <laughs> but, but, but you're not the one making the payment. You see, I made the payment for you, and so you can take whatever you want without you paying because I already made the payment. They already charged it to my account. Well, that's exactly what happened at Calvary. You see... All of the stuff that you did that would that would require a just God to 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 deal with you in 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 a just manner. Well, 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 what God has done is He's already dealt with that in the body of Jesus. Praise God! And as a result of that, He can now treat you as a righteous person, independent of your performance. You, guys, you know what this is? This is the gospel. Glory to God. <laughs> this is the gospel, guys. This is. The radical truths of this gospel. Praise God. Let's uh, end here for tonight. Uh, go to Acts chapter 3, verse 26. Acts chapter 3, verse 26. I want to show you something here. 
And I know, guys, this is radical. This is different from what a lot of people, a lot of preachers are telling you. But we, we're looking at the scripture, amen? And we're going to look at this some more. I'm going to deal with this on, on the weekend and in the coming weeks. Because we got to understand this, guys. We got we to get this right. You know, we got to get this gospel right. Because, man, if we don't understand it, how are we going to witness to the world, you see? Because I'm, I'm telling you, God is... God's getting ready to do some 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 awesome stuff, guys, in in these last days, and and, and he really needs us to <laughs> he really needs us to understand the gospel, you see, so that we're not going out there preaching religion to people, telling people, well, you got to clean up your life, and then you know you won't go to hell anymore. Well, no, you see, that's that's operating under the curse of the law, guys. The truth is, Jesus already dealt with the sins of the world. People just need to receive it. The very moment they do, again, someone says, well, Alex, what about their sin? The very moment you receive Jesus and he lives on the inside of you, you see, his Holy Spirit is going to work in you. The, the, the person that you've been condemning for their sin, saying, oh, they're going to hell, they got to clean up their life. No, you see, the moment they praise God, Thank you, Lord. The moment that Jesus gets a hold of them, you see, he's going to get into their heart, man. <laughs> oh, glory to God. And his goodness in them is going to transform them. And man, you're going to see him doing some stuff in their lives that, that would have never been possible, humanly speaking. But we got to preach this gospel right. We got to get this right. We got to walk in this, and then we got to make sure that the the message we're giving to the world is the correct message, guys. You see, praise God. You see, my heart goes out to people who have been condemned by religion, who who, who want nothing to do with 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 church because all they ever experienced at church was that they were being condemned for, for where they missed it. No, guys. We can't afford to do that no more, you see. we got to get this right. Look at, look at this here. I'll, I'll end with this here tonight. Uh, praise God. Acts chapter 3, verse, verse 26 says this. He says, Unto you first, God, having raised up his son Jesus, watch this now, guys, he sent him to bless you. He sent him to bless you. God sent Jesus into the world to bless you. Now look what the blessing does. Look what the effect of the blessing is. He says, in turning away every one of you from his iniquities. And so when you receive the blessing, the result of you receiving the blessing is not an increase of sin. It is a turning away from iniquities. And remember now, the blessing we, we discovered here from our study is the empowerment to prosper, but the blessing also is the truth of God not charging sin to your account. In order for you to be blessed, that means God is not holding your sin against you. The moment that God were to hold your sin against you, you would be back under the curse. You see, in the Old Covenant, people, thank you, Lord, in the Old Covenant, people had to earn the blessing. It was performance-based. In the New Covenant, the blessing is a grace gift. 
it's a free gift to us, man, but it, it wasn't free because Jesus, glory to God, paid for it with his own blood, you see. And he did that so we, so we would have a legal right to the blessing, so we could have boldness and confidence to receive the blessing, you see. Everybody say, it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. You see, the very moment, man, that you understand that it's all about Him, not about your performance, what happens is, man, you just, you just fall so in love with Him, man. You fall in love. <laughs> Ooh, you fall in love with Jesus, man. And when you do, that's the key to transformation. That's the key to transformation, man. No matter who you are, that's the key. Jesus is the key. I'm telling you guys, I'm going to preach this gospel of grace, man, and I'm not going to stop. I'm going to preach this gospel to whoever has ears to hear. And what I'm preaching to you is Jesus. Glory to God. Jesus. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. And so I want you to have some boldness, man. No matter what, when you miss it, what, 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 what do we do when we miss it? What well, we should say, well, Lord, I messed, I messed up here. I shouldn't have done this thing. I fell into this, into this bad habit. But Lord, I thank you that you're not charging this to my account. And man, the very moment that you say that, that does something to your heart. <laughs> it doesn't want to make you now go and do it more. No. That starts to soften your heart. Lord, I thank you. This was a stupid thing that I did, but you're not charging it to my account. Oh, praise you, Jesus, for loving me so much that you paid for this 2,000 years ago. You, you shed your precious blood 2,000 years ago. Lord, I now receive the forgiveness that you've already provided. Your blood cleanses me from all unrighteousness. And you move on. That's how this thing is supposed to work, guys. That's how this thing is supposed to work. Glory to God. Nothing is more important in the life of a believer than your personal one-on-one -on -one relationship with Jesus Christ. Principles are important, yet the strength and the empowerment in this Christian life come out of your personal walk with Jesus. Now to learn more and to access other resources that will help you to grow in your walk with the Lord, visit alexruzitministries.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, visit alexrubitministries.org forward slash give. And perhaps you're listening to me today and you've never made the conscious choice to make Jesus the Lord of your life. I want to give you that opportunity. You see, this is not about you cleaning up your life. This is simply about you purposing in your heart, deciding in your heart to believe. And so simply repeat this out loud after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I believe Jesus is the Savior of the world. I believe He died for all of my sins. I believe He was raised again on the third day. And now, Jesus, I ask You to come into my life. I make You the Lord of my life. Teach me how to live for You. In Jesus' name. Friend, if you have prayed that prayer for the first time and you have meant it, 
you've just given your life to the Lord. You've just gotten born again. Now, I want to encourage you to let us know. You can go to alexrubitministries.org forward slash new beginning. There's a form there where you can email us. Let us know you just gave your life to the Lord. We want to celebrate with you. We want to give you some additional information and resources and really provide you with everything you need to fully step into this life of victory in Christ. And so, friend, we look forward to hearing from you.